Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee with me, Lindsay Heron and Des Roach. Good afternoon, Des. Feeling quite lonely without my, my sparring partner with me. Oh, sorry, uh, Jack, isn't it? Jack. Um, I'm missing him. Yeah, but he's all resident his son, so I'm sure he'll be tuning in. Absolutely. I don't know what time it is in New York, but uh, I'm sure he'll get the get the message as soon as possible. Yep, I'm sure he will. Well, I mean, it was um, Old Form Weekend, of course, uh, a lot on the line. But where's the blood and thunder gone from this derby, Des? The, the expression I came away from the game was, it was very tame. Um, there was no really contentious decisions for, for John Beaton to make. However, John made the game controllable. He, I think he had a, a very good very good game. I don't think there was anybody in the pitch who didn't realise who was who was in charge and none of the players were going at it. So it's because very again I'll go back to the word, very tame uh, compared to years years of our vintage. Did that surprise you because Rangers had to win the match so you would maybe expect a wee bit more aggression, which they'd actually shown in the in the in the Scottish Cup semi final ten days uh, two weeks earlier. Yeah I think I think it does Obviously, Rangers have got a very hectic schedule at this minute in time. They've they've got one eye on the, the Europa League. Let's be honest, the game the, the league's almost done. So Celtic were going out there not to lose the game. Rangers had to win the game. So they both negated each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both managers walk away quite happy. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is kind of saying, well, I've got nobody injured. Semi-final, still to play on. Is he going to win the league? Probably not. Has he got a chance of winning the Europa League? Probably has. And that also gets them into pot one of the Champions League for next year. So there's probably a bigger picture um, at stake for Rangers than there was for Celtic yesterday. Absolutely. And that's five uh, old-form games this season, Des, and not one red card. It's almost unheard of, isn't it? Pretty much. Again, it's I don't know if it's coming from the influence of the, the management team and the coaching team, um, but the, the players were very respectful of one another. I think it's probably the first time I've seen uh, Celtic players or Rangers players pick one another up after a foul, uh, <laughs> Dyson Maeda, uh, etc. But yeah, it was just a, not blood and guts anymore. It's it's not going that way. Um, but yeah, decent enough game, but uh, maybe not for, for West Coast Scottish guys watching it looking for, looking for blood and thunder. I was going to say, is it because there aren't as many local boys playing for the teams anymore? But when you look back, the, you know, there was hectic games with Alan Thompson and Fernando Rickson and... John Hartson and guys like that, so maybe not. Possibly. I also I don't know any, any inside information, but I think obviously guys are guys are coming from abroad. I mean, how many Scottish born players started the game? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, probably very few. Yep. Um Celtic, what Ralston, Taylor, Callum. McGregor, mm-hmm. Rangers, I mean, what are you talking? So you've got less guys who've got more of a a cultural influence, maybe. Mm-hmm. Is, is that is a better way to to reference it but um, yeah listen John done a good job so I know people think that we hate the bash referees you've <laughs> got to you've got to give him the credit he done he done a good job and as did his officials as well some Celtic fans felt he was a wee bit slow and and you know pulling up some players for challenges and it was what five minutes into the second half before he the first booking actually yeah 50 minutes first challenge Anthony Ralston I think it was as we just spoke of it earlier mm. uh, no I don't think there was anything that was jumping out at you that mm-hmm. had to get a hold of um, I mean we've, we've said that numerous times a foul in the first minute and a foul in the 89th minute if it's worthy of a, a caution then you've got to sanction it with that but no I thought he managed the game managed the game very well um, and see you're looking at the, the the newspapers this morning nobody's talking about the referee mm-hmm. so to me that's a good job 
That Ralphson one was a wee bit tasty, actually. Just caught uh, Arfield in the back of the ankle, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, I think he would be quite happy to take a look after that one. <laughs> don't think there was, don't think there was much dubiety about it at all. And the rest, you know, were were fairly straightforward yellows as well, weren't they? You know, that beat on sort of pulling down Scott Wright in the wing, didn't he? Yep. Uh, Jack Amicus for sort of three or four fouls. A sort of high boot from Ryan Kent, wasn't there, which is fairly insignificant. I think the fact that we're all in agreement that you expect a yellow card for that, nobody's nobody's complaining. Mm-hmm. Jack Amicus, I think John, what John done there, he sold the decision, not just to the the players in the pitch and the, the crowd in the arena, to the TV viewers at home as well, because this, this is going worldwide. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew what he was doing. And Jack Amicus, as soon as he got the yellow card, he went, okay, fine. He knew, he knew it was coming. Yep. Um, so, no, I think it was pretty much a textbook textbook game for him. And listen, John's had his ups and downs over the season. So as much as we can maybe berate him previously for, not berate him, that's probably a bit hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as we can disagree at certain times, I think, yes, you've got to give him all the credit um, to allow that game to, to pass off. No managers are talking about him, no players are talking about him. Job done. I was going to say because like a player who has a good game or scores a hat trick or defends well, um, you know if the referee has a good game like that in such a high profile match, that can only be good for his uh, confidence going forward. Absolutely, and as you said, there it's like a player. If a player has a bad game, you don't need your manager telling you you're the bad game. You know that as a referee. Goodness, I've done it numerous times. I've I've come home up the road and the bags in the the bags in the cupboard and. The dogs and the, the dogs coming out for a three-hour walk. <laughs> uh, you don't need anybody to tell you that. So if you're getting momentum and your confidence is up, then you're going to perform better. And it's the same whether you're a referee or a player. Confidence is key. And if you are confident in your own performance and you're and you're playing well and you're managing well, then it can only be to the benefit of yourself. And say, let's be honest, if you go up the road with a howler. <laughs> What you're going to do? Mm-hmm. You need somebody to boost your ego. So no, I thought John done great. No, that's good. Um, although he wasn't very uh, convivial with the Matt O'Reilly, was he? He tripped him up quite nastily and just inside the Rangers half. I know. Maybe picked himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a funny moment. Wasn't yeah. It? No, but again, that humour. You've got to bring humour into the game as well. It's it's it's, it's a man's game. Mm. Uh, you'll make mistakes. You do things right. You do things wrong. So do you know what? Just put your hand up and go on it. The one that was some people would felt was a wee bit contentious was uh, when uh, Ahmad Diallo came on, and he deliberately took out um, Lee Labada, who was running through. For you, was that yellow card only and not red? For me, I'm quite comfortable with the yellow card. Yeah, yeah there was still it, it wasn't denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was he was lucky to get away with it to an extent, but the yellow card's fine. Why why are you making that challenge? Why are you doing that? And, but there was still too much for Jota, eh, sorry, for a badder to do. Uh-huh. Well, I think he felt if he didn't t- challenge him, he was going to get clean through, didn't he? Yeah. So, but is it, is it because he was running sideways at that point and also Rangers had some other players coming back? I, I would say so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a direct run at goal. It wasn't going straight in on McGregor. Uh, it was going away. He still had, as I said, still had a wee bit of work to do. So it wasn't, the wording, the, the phrasing is denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. For mm. me, if you take out the word obvious, it's not. Yep. It's not a. It's not a red card. And one Rangers fans were complaining about was uh, an offside decision that was given against them when Carter Vickers went into a challenge on a rebound, I think it was, and then, and fell to the floor. And it looked to me like he was playing the two Rangers players onside. I think he was. Yeah, I think unfortunately, I think Frank Connor got that call wrong. Probably the only one he got wrong in in the game. But Vickers has went for the challenge. He's landed on the floor. 
that shouldn't negate that the play needs to stop. So for me, I think Rangers were un- unfortunate at that moment in time. I think it was uh, Carter Vickers was playing him on side. Is that, was it because he's on the ground that the, the, the AR1 didn't catch it? I don't know. You need to ask Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like you said at the top of the show, I mean, this, is this maybe a, a, an example of the manager's um, mentality and um, sort of the way they handle themselves is, is permeating through the players? I think it probably is. I mean, if you're the manager of a club, take away a football team, if you're a manager of a business and a company, then your your morals, your um, your fibre has to then permeate through the company and, and the people who are within your within your department. So for me as a manager within my my department, I like to try and have an influence on what how my staff treat people and how my staff go about their business. So you'd like to think that if you're a manager of a football club your influence has to come right through there. And I think you can quite clearly see that Ange Postacoglu, who's come across without any coaching staff, inherited his previous boss's um, coaching staff. Mm-hmm. But look at the difference in the team. So it's got to come from one person and yep. it's coming from Ange Postacoglu. And I'd like to think that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will have the exact same influence in Rangers. He's had less of a time, but given a summer transfer window, given a wee bit more time to put his rubber stamp on what it goes... I, I think that's that's good management. Yeah, I mean, Postacoglu is such a laid-back character and Giovanni, you know, quite a, a calm and uh, polite person. You know, that's, that seems to be the way that the, the teams are, are operating, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, think back to, not to be deriding, but think back to Billy McNeil and Jock Wallace and all these <laughs> kind of guys. Could you imagine them sitting, going for a coffee up the West End together? You can't imagine Joe Van Bronckhorst saying, let's get the battle fever on to go out and play Celtic, would you? No, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> In fact, but his best friend at one point, was that not Henrik Larsson? The two of them were at Feyenoord together. Yeah, yeah. Opposite sides of the divine, they're, mm. they're best of friends together. But no, I think they've both had very positive um, influences on the, the structure and the way that both clubs are playing football now. Mm-hmm. So like and like we touched on, what does this do for John Beaton now for the rest of the season? Has he now got a, a chance of the cup final, would you say? I don't think yesterday would have put him any further back. In my opinion, mm. I think Willie will get the cup final and deservedly so. Right. Uh, John's obviously done the, the Edinburgh Derby semi-final. Bobby done the, the Glasgow Derby semi-final. So I think that Willie will get the final, but John certainly didn't do his, do his cases any any harm there. No, absolutely. And of course, next season he'll be back in European football with Willie and, and Bobby. Madden as well uh, and Nick Walsh we think because yep. of the, the, they're all, they would all be VAR trained to, to cover European games again Yeah no they, these guys will be operating at the highest level and obviously VAR is going to come in and again and I've said it stupidly coming in halfway through the season mm-hmm. it's better coming in than not coming in but uh, but no these guys will be operating at the, at the highest level and it can only be good to bring back to our shores to influence games that are, that are going on here Absolutely. So a pretty quiet old firm game and actually pretty quiet across the, the card at the weekend, Des. There was one incident, though, which looked a wee bit tasty up at Perth, uh, where St Man got a, a very important victory over St Johnston. Uh, Jamie McCart seemed to go in a wee bit uh, on uh, Alec Grieve, leaving a, a, a stamp on him. The words that, that when I seen it, I thought it was sly. But it was very, very slight. It was premeditated. He knew exactly what he was doing. He didn't even get cautioned for it. And I think um, Sportsing referenced it, and we've also discussed it. 
he knew what he was doing. It's a stamp. It's a red card. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it's not the most powerful stamp, so to speak, but he's but he's trodden on him, uh, and he knew what he was doing. So yeah, I don't know if retrospective action will come in for that, but it was certainly certainly worth of a, an ordering off, in my opinion. You wonder why a player would would even if they're going to stamp somebody, may as well make a good job of it, then surely. That's a bit of you. If you're going to get sent off for attempting to throw a punch, well, throw the punch. Mm. If you're going to attempt to stand in somebody, then do it. Not that we're obviously advocating people no, no. to be to be violent, or <laughs> but why? I just I don't understand. It was very, very, very foolish. Um, and I hope he's I hope he's looking at himself and going, I should be ashamed of that one. And maybe one the the manager should have a word with him about as well, eh? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, Callum Davidson was a terrific football player, wholehearted, played at the highest level, played for Scotland. It's right in front of him as well. It's at the dugout side. So I would like to think that Callum, being the being the man that he is, would would have a a quiet word in his ear. Maybe it's uh, the emotion of the occasion. I mean, Jamie McCart's playing for a team that's almost certainly in the in the in the relegation playoff, isn't it? Yeah, they are scrapping hard. Scrapping for, for everything they can. St Mirren winning at the weekend. I think there's only three games left. St Mirren only need one point to stay up. But again, this is a team that won a double trophy last year. And Callum Davidson was quite rightly um, respected for it and lauded for it. Now, they're fighting for their life. Dundee are gone, so take them out of the equation. Mm-hmm. So St Johnson are fighting for their life. And they've got, obviously, Arbroath, Inverness and Partick coming up. Would you bet on St Johnson? It's a 50-50. No, exactly. It's, it's not certainly a done deal by any manner of means. Absolutely not. You always find that the championship teams got that wee bit of momentum, haven't they? Because they're in a positive uh, sort of spiral, if you like. Yeah, well, the other team, the other ones are looking up. St Johnson are looking down. Mm. So for them to stay up is on an even keel. Um, so, yeah, the championship teams, what was it a few years ago? Was it Hamilton and Hibs? And mm. Hamilton come up and stayed up for a good number of years so you've got to got to favour the, the championship team coming up whoever it, whoever it may be mm-hmm. I would love our brought you up I would love I would <laughs> love to see it I would love to see it Dick Campbell and I have had a, a few discussions over the years um, but I think that would just be a, a fairy tale I know he should probably just retire if he does that shouldn't he oh he's got enough money <laughs> <laughs> interesting stuff Des thanks for your company today thanks for listening to Get Involved Referee remember to follow us on the socials on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, and we'll get you next time.